2: Welcome back to All's Caps. I'm AP Hockey writer Steve Wino with former Capitals defenseman Carl Alsner. We are joined by special guest uh, from the Seattle Kraken, Ben Guerrero, former Capitals PR guy. Tell some stories, talk some Seattle hockey. Ben, thanks for joining us.
0: Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it.
1: Well, I'm gonna let Carl run the show on this one. I think <laughs> no, we we'll go back and forth here because it's it's interesting, you know, because you've probably you've dealt with, with Wino and guys like Wino, and you know, I'm I'm sure you got to keep them keep them under control. Sometimes they're always wanting to to get the extra scoop here. But I mean, the first thing is like every, everybody's. Everybody's, I think, so interested in Seattle and what Seattle's like. Like, We've seen all the media coverage and, and just how much the team, the city's been behind the team, the, the celebrity reaction, all the businesses that have been, been showing support. Like, What's it been like for, for you? I mean, I would imagine that there's so many players that are getting, I see Groovy's face on everything now. So I imagine there's uh, people getting pulled in all sorts of directions right now.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's definitely uh, it's a new experience for me. I, you know, I think I've been through my fair share of like training camps and off seasons, but this one was completely new. Um, you know, our building wasn't ready when we got started, so you, you throw that into the mix of trying to open a building. You, you're trying to create a fan base, and uh, I mean, we didn't have a team either, so you go from zero players to thirty in one day, and then uh, then we had the the normal draft a couple days later. So it's been a whirlwind, but um, you know, the city is is really taking, taking this team to heart. And, um, you know, it's really cool to see the logo out there and everyone's wearing, you know, the jerseys and the hats and everything like that. And, um, you know, I think the the big thing, like you were mentioned, you know, having some you know, local celebrities, other athletes and from other teams are asking for jerseys and asking to come out to games. It's, it's been really cool to see the energy here.
1: Yeah, so so what do you do? Like I, I know here that the guys the guys aren't allowed really to do any sort of appearances and, and get out and you know, it's it's unfortunate. The first the first year I, I would imagine you guys could just be killing it with the things that that, that guys could do and, and wanting to get out to, to, to support some of these local businesses and, and just, you know, show the jersey off a little bit more. So, like, what do, you, what do you do? Are you doing doing some virtual stuff or is this all, like I said, with Grubby? I've seen seen his face on a bunch of things, but, like, how, how does that work for you? It must be tough.
0: Yeah, I think that's the hardest part is, you know, we, we've got – there's such an excitement here not just from the city but also from the players getting to a new city that they want to experience and they want to go explore, but – you know with all the protocol in place you know we're trying to keep things safe and um so that means you got to get a little creative you know we're doing more zoom stuff than we probably would like to but um you know just trying to keep you know fans and players safe um but there's a lot of guys that i think are itching for uh itching for the off season to get out and explore the city a little bit more um you know when the draft happened they we didn't have a whole lot of time for guys to come out and find apartments or housing so mm-hmm they kind of just were thrown together. And, um, I think there's, there's a lot of guys that are looking forward to being able to explore more.
2: Yeah. I remember talking to Philip Grubauer about this in September. He was still looking for a house like, uh, like a week before training camp started. Uh, (laughs) how, how has, how has it been like your reunion with Philip Grubauer?
0: Oh, it's been great. Um, you have a few, few, uh, familiar faces, you know, Gruby, uh, Gruby was just starting out when I was in Washington. So, you know, we had actually quite the stable of goalies back then. And it was, you know, we had Holtz in there and, uh, you know, Nuvi, um, Michael Neuwirth, and then uh, Gruby was coming up. I think Tomasz Vokun was in there for a little yep. bit. Um, there were a lot of guys there. Um, but uh, yeah, Gruby. it was great to see a familiar face, um, you know, just kind of exploring a little bit together and just, you know, talking through stuff. Um, we had Marcus Johansson join up too, uh, yeah. another former Caps. Yeah, so it's it awesome. been good to see, uh, you know, and then Tim, Tim Ohashi on the video side and Mike Bowie on the medical side too. So there's a good caps contingent here. <laughs>
2: It's, it's capitals west Just like the vegas used to, vegas was capitals west first with with george McPhee and, and katie hedman going out there and now all of a sudden capitals west is, uh, is seattle with, with ben and company
1: <laughs> yeah no kidding what so okay <laughs> so then with, with all with all the caps alumni there then you would assume that some of the fans are going to head out that way and and watch some games and see what the building's like give us give us a couple of the hot spots to to either go out grab oh, coffee obviously is huge out that way so what, what are your favorite hangout spots right now we got to hear some names here because i want to come out that way too
0: yeah, I mean that's the thing. I I uh, I was still actually finishing up with the sharks when I moved here, so I didn't really get an off season to explore yeah. much. Um, I think I'd probably get in trouble if I didn't throw Starbucks out there. Uh, <laughs> no one's ever heard of Starbucks. You, know, you, have to them, you
1: have to give them some publicity. Yeah, some local spot. Or exactly.
0: What? You gotta do. Yeah, yeah. You gotta shop local. So um, <laughs> no, they they've been uh, they've been great. They're one of our partners here, so um, it's cool to kind of see. They have um. There's an area kind of the downtown spot. It's like one of their um they call it like the roastery, but it's kind of like an upscale Starbucks. They serve drinks and they have like food and stuff like that. So it's a pretty cool spot. Um but then I mean there's so much so many uh food places here that I'm still trying to explore. Um you know we'll have to we'll have to get you guys out here and uh and and hit a few spots. But um the the rink's in a really great spot. You can walk to the game if you're somewhere downtown you can take the the public transit. I think every ticket that uh, to the game it comes with some preloaded money for to take the monorail. So it's kind of a cool feature where you don't have to drive to, to get to the game. I,
2: I can tell you, I have brewery recommendations. So if you go out there, <laughs> Carl, I, I, I visited Seattle in the, in the summer of 2019. Uh, a good friend of mine, uh, Allison Bickford, works for works for the Kraken as well. So I, I went out there and kind of saw the city. So I have brewery recommendations. And, and if you're a sushi guy, I got a sushi place for you.
1: Oh, awesome! Well, that's actually funny. Talking about Starbucks, this is. I don't know if you've been there, Benny, before, but in uh, in Chicago, I think they have the world's biggest Starbucks. It's like five floors tall. It's got like full on bakeries, restaurants in there. Highly, highly recommend. It's like a it's a destination cup of coffee in this place. You spend your whole day in there, so that comes highly recommended by me when you're in Chicago this year.
0: I gotta add that to the list. We we went to Italy last time, but uh, oh, this yeah. sounds like right up my alley—an all-day <laughs> coffee trip
1: yeah exactly just super caffeinated don't sleep all night and then get to the <laughs> rink which actually exactly. reminds me okay I gotta ask you this so uh, because, because you know we, we know that the, the the media crew and and the training staff you know likes to sometimes get after it on the road and, and enjoy some places what's what's the what's the least amount of sleep you've ever had coming into work and then having to having to do what you do <laughs> I gotta know <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's a really good question um I think probably
1: one of the rookie dinner or, or something
0: like that maybe one of those nights um you know they started to bleed bleed together um <laughs> i don't think i don't think adding vegas to the mix has helped in the sleep <laughs> department at all um i mean obviously it's a business trip though you know so um yes. no but the it's one of those things where you know like you have to blow off steam every now and then and uh we've had a couple trips where we had off days in nashville and that always seems to end up uh Mm. like it's a pretty long night so um i think there was one spot where we ended up and uh we had a bunch of guys uh on instruments i think i was doing vocals for some pretty awful cover bands uh it was it was a fun time but the the next morning came quick that bus ride in the morning is a is a rude awakening (laughs)
2: We we had a night many years ago. I ran into I believe it was hatricks in Tampa, and this must have been nine years ago at this point. Uh, maybe your first year with the Capitals, my second year. That's a that's a, that's a lovely place too.
0: Yeah, I've heard of that place. <laughs> uh, I believe I believe they they have a nice uh, they have a nice truly uh, temple they serve there. They, they, that place is great,
2: and 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 the hub. I don't know if you guys I, I don't know if that's too divey for you. The hub in Tampa, uh, but John Cooper's taken the Stanley Cup there twice. Oh, really? So that's that's a that's that's probably our favorite place in tampa is the hub
1: really yeah it's always nice to have a good dive bar somewhere you can just kind of melt away and, and and no one really no, no one expects anything of you except to to maybe have put back a few pints so that's it's always nice to be fine char bar was our spot and right char next bars, to the hotel char bar's great. in columbus yeah, yeah. Give, giving everybody some good recommendations for uh for bars here on this episode it's smart yeah, we'll, well, we'll we'll do beer segments at some point. Like we're
2: we're gonna have to be doing the, the fact that you and I like breweries and beer. We'll
1: do we'll do segments like that at some point. Exactly. So Benny just got married. How does that change? How does that change how your uh, how your days are now? I guess you know, maybe maybe your planning comes in uh, you know a little bit better. I remember talking to Pace Sagister when he was here and having to do the uh, the media guides and stuff like that and leaving them to the last minute. Like it's got to it's got to change you know just as it does for for a player. How does that change it for you?
0: Yeah, I mean, I for me, uh, you know, she. she, she she actually works in hockey too so there's a really good yeah. Not, uh, it's not the standard 9 to 5 you're working holidays and long hours and um, it really helps to have someone that understands that grind because otherwise you know, I don't know how, how that would work um, but you know I definitely think that I have we'll just say I've I've grown <laughs> um, from maybe the old days that maybe those hat days that we talked about um, but no it, it's been great um, you know she, She's actually Santa San the day still, so we're doing long distance right now. But um, in planning, and um, you know, like you said, it definitely is a change, but it's a it's a welcome one. And I'm uh, excited to have someone that uh, that enjoys the grind and, and understands the grind like I do.
2: We will uh, we'll be back with the we're gonna tell some some capital stories. I, I hope Ben and Carl have stories about each other uh, coming up uh, <laughs> next segment here on All Caps. Welcome back to Alls Caps. Uh, with uh, former Capitals defenseman Carl Alzner, I'm um, hockey writer Steve Wino, joined by Ben Guerrero, PR specialist for the Seattle Kraken, former Capitals, former Sharks PR guy. Uh, I, I promise stories. I don't know how many stories you guys can tell about each other that are safe for air at this point.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think as you can as you can see that you know we like to like to enjoy our time time on the road and and unwind when when possible. And you know a lot of a lot of the stuff is just things that happen. You know when you're you know, rookie parties and and you know have. After dinner and stuff like that, you meet up. Because at the rink, it's like, you know, it's business, right? Everyone's everyone's going about their business, don't want don't to look out of place, and then you can finally let loose after. But, well, I think that one of the things, Benny, that's so interesting to me is that, you know, you've been able to be around a lot of major stars in, in this league and very, very interesting personalities. Obviously, you had, you know, with Ovi here and then being in San Jose, being around, you know, Joe Thornton, who is... Kind of a legend amongst uh, amongst players in in this league, and some of the things that he's done from you know walking through walking through shots naked or you know interviews half naked, and and some of the things that he said over the years. I mean, what, what was that like having having a guy like that there that seemed like he was able to kind of just like cut through the tension with the guys, and 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 able to I don't know I guess make make everybody relax a little bit. And you as you know. Being being part of the the PR team, you see all those things, and you get to see it from behind the scenes and how it works and the reaction of the players. What was it like being around somebody like him?
0: Yeah, Jumbo's great. Um, you know, he, he's someone like you said. He likes to keep things light, and um, you know, it's it's such a long year that you're you gotta you got to be able to have those moments where you, you aren't taking things too seriously because it, it can really build up. And uh, he does a really good job of knowing the right times to kind of chime in. And I think everyone knows when he's in a room, he's he's probably the loudest guy in any room, but uh, you know, it, the, the thing with him is like, he, he brings everyone together too. It's the players, but it's also the support staff too. Like he's joking around with everyone. He doesn't care what, what job you have or anything like that. He's uh, he's going to bring you and make you feel involved in, um, you know, he's, he's got a lot of, a lot of stories that I probably can't share, but I mean, you've seen a lot, like what you see on the on the videos of you know, walking through shots, snake, all that stuff, is, is, that's definitely him. It's not an act. And, uh, you know, I, I think if he was doing a shirt or an interview with his shirt on, then there might be uh, some issues. You might ask if he's doing okay that, that day because he's... <laughs> He's not a shirt-on type of guy. <laughs> this reminds
2: me of Alex. We would always do the red towel interviews after the game. Like Alex would just be wearing a red towel, and that's about it.
1: Yeah. Well, you know what? There's. It's kind of like it's. It's almost like an unwritten rule where where some guys can get away with doing an interview with no shirt on, and other guys they get they get serious crap for it. So it's got to be the right person to do it, or they need to have been told by one of the older guys to hey, you're doing this one with no shirt on, you know, just so we can get a get a laugh but that brings me to my next question that I find this to be interesting from even from just from a player's standpoint is that you know obviously the media has has a job to do you have a job to do we have a job to do as players what has there ever been a a moment or something that's happened where you've had to like you know run out and and be like hey hey he didn't he didn't mean to say that or do you mind holding off on uh, on writing something like that because you know it, it can sometimes come across the wrong way I know we had an inc- incident one time in New York with a player of ours who uh, you know the the dressing room where we get changed and then the the one where we keep our suits is pretty close and and uh, one player yelled something a little bit too loud before the door was completely closed and we had to do a little. Damage control after that, and I'm curious have, how many times that's come up because you know everybody's heard of what's gone on, for example, with with Evander Kane the last year and a half or so, and you know always the Joe f-
2: Thornton thing after the Thomas Hertl goal too, with the, uh, the the comment that that was published
1: that probably should not have been published. <laughs> well, I don't even know that comment. You're gonna have to refresh my memory there. But I just you know does, <laughs> that, does that I guess does that happen? Does that happen often where you got to do a little bit of damage control, and and if so, has it ever been like you know where you've been like oh man i don't know how i'm gonna get around this
0: yeah i mean there's there's been moments i think our sport's pretty good about um you know the guys for the most part get it pretty well um but there's always those times that happen and you're like that's where the relationships come in and you know not just with with the players but with the media too it's like being able to to have a you know off-record chat be like hey you know the guy maybe didn't mean this that way or you know the the timing was bad or something like that and you know can we maybe uh you know work together to try to at least get this right um and that's where just trying to build those relationships up the the there's always something that it seems to happen in the in the background i think you know steven you were kind of referred to <laughs> the joe uh, comment in vancouver that was Indeed. something that there's 30 people in the room and um you know no one else everyone heard it and laughed but then no one else went with it and and just takes one person to just go with it and um But that's the thing. That's another example, though, you know, it was it was a comment that when you hear it, you're like, goodness gracious, I hope no one goes with this. But uh, then, you know, the the guys had fun with it after that and, um, you know, kind of made it kind of like more of an internal joke. And I think that's that's the way to handle it a lot of times. And I think it's just about those relationships. If you have good relationships with both the players and and the media side, you can hopefully come to agreements and work things out here and there. And it's kind of a give and take on both sides.
2: Yeah, I, I wouldn't have written that myself. I'm actually glad it came out because of all the memes that have come up with all the rooster whatever things. Every time Joe Thornton gets to three goals, everybody loses their mind. So I'm actually okay with it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember he was playing Boston and he had two goals. Like I think it was halfway through the game and that was uh, everyone's like, okay, here we go. He ended up getting a hat trick, but uh was one away. So we'll have to wait and see if he, he can get that.
1: That's amazing. Um, do we want to hit him with our, our tough questions? Or what are we let's, let's take a break, and then we're going to come back with and do Carl's
2: stupid questions. All right. We'll be, we'll, we'll be right back <laughs> on All's Caps. Welcome back to All's Caps. I'm AP hockey writer Steve Wino a former Capitals defenseman Carl Osner, uh, joined by Ben Guerrero from the Seattle Kraken, former Capitals PR guy. Uh, and now, I think we have a name for this. I think it's Carl's Stupid Questions <laughs> yeah. that, that, that you keep asking of, of our guests here.
1: Yeah, well, I, I don't really know exactly what to call them. I, I feel like they're stupid questions, but they're kind of fun. And if anybody has any ideas and you're listening to this right now, I'd love to hear them. But as of right now, we're going with Carl's Questions or Carl's Stupid Questions, you name it. But Benny G, you're the next victim. They are... Sometimes hockey-related, sometimes not. And today will probably not be super hockey-related. So give it your best shot. I'll give you your score after and let you know how you did. Um, okay, so first one, I, I may already know this answer because of what you've told us already, but give give me your favorite road city and maybe give me why.
0: Oof. I got to go probably Nashville. And I think it's probably – I'm not a huge country guy, but it comes out when I get there. I think it, it's hard not to with all the hockey talks. And I think I, I – bought my fair share of boots and hats that I'll never wear in any other city
1: <laughs> Nashville brings the country out of everybody even even if you don't think it's there it brings something out of you it's just it's just a good time it's a place you smile when you're out there there's an outdoor game in Nashville in, in February Ooh. you better believe that's going to be a party that could be a road <laughs> trip <laughs> alright yeah, next uh, one Benny you might have to make that one uh, what, when you get on the plane What what drink is waiting for you on the plane or what drink is the first drink you ask for
0: is this pregame or is this uh, postgame? <laughs> let's go.
1: Let's go with post-game after a nice win. No, no crazy talk on camera for for Jumbo and 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 you're just relaxing. You're you're going to another road city.
0: We'll go. Uh, let's go with uh, a bourbon on the rocks.
1: Oh, bourbon on the rocks. So dude. Nice. That's uh, just nice
0: unwind. Just, just yeah.
1: one, of course. Just one. Do you have a favorite bourbon right now?
0: Um, I think Bullet is kind of my standard right now, but. Yeah. Uh, it's nothing, nothing too crazy, but if I'm feeling crazy, maybe a scotch.
1: Maybe a scotch. Good for you. All right. So we know that you're married, So, that, but you're, you're free to tell us whatever you want on this one. Who, who would you say is your celebrity crush? Oh, geez. Um, That is a great question.
0: I don't know. I always, I had this thing where I made a comment about thinking Ariana Grande was uh, good looking a while back, and the wife doesn't seem to like her music anymore. So I don't know. Maybe <laughs> we'll go with her.
1: <laughs> That's amazing. Oh man. Okay. Okay. This is this one. I, I'm always curious what people say about this because. it so there's always a standard question of, you know, if you, have, if you won the lottery, what would you buy? You had a million dollars, what would you buy? But everybody's always so politically correct, typically. And they say, oh, I would support my family or donate a bunch, you know, which obviously is what you would do. However, if you had a million dollars and you were being completely selfish, this is just for Benny G. What are you spending that million bucks on?
0: So I got to borrow. I saw that someone wrote this somewhere and I loved it. Uh, I would just I would sit at a restaurant and I would send a glass of milk to a random table and I would just keep doing that every five minutes. So i just keep paying the uh, the <laughs> server a 100 bucks to keep doing it and, and I would wanna see the reaction of the table. I wanna see them getting upset and start freaking out. And I'd say, if you keep bringing this milk over, I'll, I'll up it to 200 a glass and just keep doing that and see how, how long it takes those people to freak out.
2: So you're going for entertainment here. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think it hurts anyone, but I, I think everyone's got a breaking point. You can only take so much uh, random glasses of milk
1: being delivered. <laughs> All right, there's definitely a first, but I, I like that. That might be something that has to, uh, has to happen at some point. You'll do this at one point. <laughs> I might do this at one point. <laughs> okay, so we've already heard that you uh, sometimes like to get on the mic and do some vocals um, when you're out and about, but if you had to choose, would you rather be able to sing, rather be able to dance? Or rather, be able to play a musical instrument. And I'm talking like, sick, like like performance on TV style. What? What? Which person are you?
0: I'd probably go sing. Singer. Just uh, yeah. I, I like a good karaoke bar. You know, I've definitely been to. Uh, I think it's Sticky Rice in DC. Ooh, is that Sticky, what it's called? Uh, I forget.
2: Uh, walk and Roll is the place right by the arena. That's the karaoke. Yes, place. I've
0: been to that. Yeah, definitely yeah. been to Walk and Roll. Remember that name? Um, yeah, I'd say sing probably
2: thing okay gotcha well yeah I'm, I'm gonna add a bonus question what's your go-to karaoke song
0: <laughs> <laughs> never gonna give you up by rick astley <laughs> Incredible. And you gotta go you gotta try to make the voice go like his which is almost impossible but you have to try
1: <laughs> respect respect the effort there all right now th- <laughs> this is the hardest hitting question that we've asked yet and there's been many a discussion that i've had with with friends about it is a hot dog considered a burger or is it considered a sandwich? Or is it neither? Is it its own category?
0: I think it's its own category. I'd, I'd say if it was between burger and sandwich, I'd go sandwich. But I think if you can uh, throw in a wild card, I think it's its, its own entity altogether.
1: OK, so this is going to riff off of that because this is where this conversation went one time with, with uh, open face sandwich is an open face sandwich still considered a sandwich, or is it now toast?
0: Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, no, that's
1: a tough one. This, this discussion can go on forever. <laughs> you keep going off it right here. It
0: could. I, I mean, I would have probably, if I, if I was asked that question another day, I would have probably said sandwich, but now I'm starting to think like it might be toast.
1: Might be a toast. Especially, especially with the
0: the, the the world's obsession with like avocado yes. toast now. I think maybe
1: toast is the answer. So an open-faced sandwich is now a toast, and a hot dog is in a category of, of its own.
0: Correct, yes. That would be that would be where I'd go with.
1: If you use a knife and a fork, it's not
2: a sandwich. If you have to use a knife and a fork to eat it, it's not a sandwich. So then what is it? It's, a, it's another dish. It is, <laughs> you can't call it a sandwich.
1: An,
0: an entree.
2: It's an entree.
1: It's an Thank en- you. Entree. That's what it is. <laughs> All right, there you have it. That's another, that's another rendition of our uh, Stupid Questions with Carl. I'm going to add up your total here really quick. You get a uh, Doug Gilmore, 93 points. I think that puts you in second overall. I don't have my... Uh, behind, behind Steve Alexi. Yeah, yeah, my stat sheet. But sec- 93 is solid, almost 100. That's an A. So great job, Benny.
0: Wow. I'll take that. It's, I haven't got A's in a long time, so I'll take that. <laughs> every,
2: every, where Everything's made up and the points don't matter, except
1: for Carl's stupid question. <laughs> exactly. Points matter to me. <laughs> I care.
2: Ben, <laughs> ben Guerrero, thank you for joining us. Uh, we will talk to you next time on All's Caps.